0: Hello and welcome back my Royal rogues. my name is Jesus Enrique Rosas, I'm the Royal Rogue, and tonight I'm going to reveal the one reason why the articles Netflix horror Mentory, was a flop that failed to not only earn any Emmy nominations, but also sign the beginning of their downfall. And regarding that, we have exclusive reports that Netflix is not pleased with the fact that the jewel of their crown, and I don't mean literally the crown, but in fact the article's horror mentary failed to seize any nomination at the Emmys. For the sheer size of the contract, which I think regardless of the popularity of the Roger family worldwide, it was a bit over the top to sign a contract for 100 million, regardless if it was just about branding. Because I know that I'm comparing oranges to apples, but let's think for a minute about the show Succession, which has almost 30 nominations for the Emmys. It was extremely popular and extremely well-produced. I still haven't finished watching it, I'm still on the second season, but it's already obvious to me that it exploded thanks to the way that it depicted the dynamics inside a family. Dynamics that anybody can relate to, despite very few people being this level of multimillionaires. Keep this in mind because this reference will be important later in this video. So with their whole romantary, the articles wanted to portray a love story. Was it popular? I bet it was, I have no doubts that this was watched by millions of people. The problem is that Netflix is a streaming service and uh, these companies never reveal the true numbers behind their successes or flops. Then we can assume it was popular. But the Emmys are not only about popularity, but also technical excellence. And by the way, I found this tweet by Lady B of Belsize, uh, Amusing. Mr. Markle, Mr. Markle, how many Emmys have you got? Yeah, uh, this is how you realize production is a big deal with these awards. But you might be surprised by what I'm about to say, but I really don't think production of the horror-mentary was that bad. I mean from a purely technical standpoint. But I do know where it failed miserably. The problem is that they wanted to do too many things at the same time. They pretended to portray a love story that was so sanitized and hermetic that it had failed from the start to be authentic. It just looked forced and artificial. And we are talking about writers and production staff that make sure that a documentary should be engaging emotionally. But no, they also had to include some kind of villain, and that's why they included the headlines, the online harassment, and Christopher Bousey. This is the point where even Meghan's most fervent fans began to notice some kind of noise, something in the back of their heads sounding, something that doesn't ring quite well. This is a woman who wants to be a real change in the world, who wanted to modernize the British monarchy, and was meant to be the savior of women and girls of the present and the future, and she's bothered by headlines and tweets? I gave Megan the solution to that long ago. Just close the laptop, Meg. Don't read the comments. Why do you keep doing that? Are you some kind of masochist or something? You know that there are women out there standing up for women and girls' rights, and they are risking being stoned, right? And I don't mean stone like Harry. I mean literally being stoned. So the plot of the horror was already a bit of a mess. And they felt like adding a socio-political critique of the Commonwealth, or as they call it, the British Empire 2.0. And if there is a greater scene in content production than being boring, it is not understanding your target audience. So people are coming for a love story, and all of a sudden, you have a whole arse episode talking like it was a bloody history and geography lecture. People are going to tune out, and so, only a few poor souls like yours truly would dare to stand through that drivel for six hours. You know how much I sacrificed? But I'm about to reveal something in this show. I'm going to tell you why Netflix lost all their money in this so-called documentary. And it boils down to just one scene, barely 30 seconds of footage. And it was this, the curtsy mocking the queen. And I remember watching that live with you, my rogues, and I couldn't believe my eyes. But maybe for different reasons that, than you can imagine. At that moment, we watched perhaps the only moment of the true Meghan. That was Meghan without filters, and Harry's covert anger was real too. Now... Remember that we talk about succession, and despite this being fictional multimillionaires, anyone could identify with their family dynamics, and that's why the show was a success? Well, bring that concept to this scene. Megan, the granddaughter-in-law, was openly mocking Harry's grandmother while he was watching right beside her. I don't know which tiny fraction of the population could find uh, mocking a grandmother funny, let alone someone from outside the family, made even worse by Harry allowing this to happen, not say anything to Meghan and let this scene make the final cut. So, yes, a man with no balls, a disrespectful woman towards her elders, that's how you lose the support of your fan base. What's even funnier is that you can tell by the look in Megan's face that she found this actually funny. That she was proud of this moment. That automatically reinforced how fake everything else was in this documentary. And that's why it failed miserably. And talking about people proud, these are images of Harry on a video released today at the Diana Awards. looking. Well, I'm mostly happy as we are used to see him when the claw is not around but I want to change my stance on this. I used to say, "Hey, look at Harry, how happy he is without Megan, yada yada yada," but that is bollocks. This chap cannot be happy. He tried to smear his family with his own misery, tried to paint them with the worst of lights on the last days of his grandfather and his grandmother who died before those racist claims were corrected, if there is such a word for this. So nobody, nobody can be happy doing that. Most that I can give him is that he looks um, temporarily relieved. That is much more appropriate. And talking about inappropriate things, I'm going to tell you, I need to take this off of my chest. Twitter is getting way too much toxic as of late. I'm seriously considering taking... A break from that platform because there is too much toxicity. But then, every once in a while, I find gems like this that are nothing but priceless. Uh, This, out of the blue, this guy called Scott Mansell. I didn't know who he was, but his question just pops on my timeline. I am too lazy right now to research this, so I ask the Twitterverse, what's up with all the Harry and Meghan hate? And I said to myself, oh boy, oh oh boy, I need to see those comments like right now. Now, imagine my surprise, followed by utter disappointment, that said Scott Mansell had limited the replies to his own question. I I don't get it. Who asks that question on Twitter and then limits the replies? And to answer the question of who is this guy, I went to his bio and what did I find? All right, he's the founder of HCA Critics. And I won't be surprised that you have no idea who these people are. So friendly reminder that these are the awards that nominated Harry and Meghan's horror mentoring. So what I guess is that the founder of these awards has absolutely no idea what's going on with the Montecito duo. And of course, the only answer that went through was this one. She's black and he's the doormat spear who chose his wife and family over the twisted games played by his family. Also Safe Family instructed the British media to do a constant campaign of hate, mockery and disparaging commentary about Meghan, the Duchess of sausages. I will mention some of the quote tweets, but those were full of the sausage squad. Those people don't deserve more exposure, especially on my channel. And Roger Rogis, it is my greatest pleasure to make these daily videos for you. All you need to do to keep me inspired making them is clicking the like and subscribe buttons. It's that easy and free. Remember the two most important words. Much love and bliss.